Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to today's episode of the Law Firm Marketing Minute, where we like to give you some bite-sized marketing insights for your law firm in just a few minutes. Today's question is, when should I bring my marketing in-house? So obviously, as a marketing company, we have lots of thoughts on this, and this is certainly something that we uh, talk with our clients a lot about. When do you bring your marketing in-house? And so it's a pretty loaded question, and we could probably honestly talk about it for an hour, but this is the Law Firm Marketing Minute, so we try to keep everything to just a few minutes. So here's kind of the overarching thing that I would encourage you to consider or ask yourself if this is something you were looking at. Um, and I think it starts with who. Okay, who will be doing this stuff? Um, and all honestly, if you're the attorney and it's you, I would actually encourage you to not bring your marketing in-house. And for two very simple reasons, because no matter how much you've read on the internet or how much you like to play around with marketing in your spare time, um, you're not going to be as qualified to do marketing as well as a company who does that for a living. Now, I think there is a wide spectrum of companies out there when it comes to their ability to execute well and do a good job. So you might have to be diligent in your search. You might even go through a couple of companies before you land on the one that you want. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you're not going to be as effective as, as a company that's good at what they do. And then I would add on to that, that frankly, your time isn't worth it. When you, you know, the nice thing about being a lawyer is you typically have an idea of what your hourly rate would be. So all of a sudden you can pretty easily actually quantify what your time is worth, right? So however much time you would spend writing your own content, managing your own social media or doing whatever else it is, not only are you underqualified, but you're probably overpaid. Okay, so um, I hear this example a lot in bookkeeping. I know a lot of small law firms that are still doing their own bookkeeping, and uh, I've often heard it said that you know you are the the mo- you're underqualified, overpaid bookkeeper, and that that's the worst combination. So I would encourage you to not be your own marketer because more than likely, um, no matter how many great blogs you read about marketing and who you follow on social media. Y- you know, you shouldn't be as good as a professional company, right? Your expertise is obviously the law, and, and I would encourage you to trust a company who that's what they do for a living, just like you would ask somebody to not do their, their legal work themselves, but hopefully, you know, trust you, the professional, um, you know, to do it. The other thing is, so what if it's not you, though? What if you have someone on your team? So that's something we, we talk about a lot as well. And here's my, honestly, just my personal opinion on it. If Obviously, if you've got someone on your staff, whether it's a marketing coordinator or manager or just somebody else on your team that has some capacity and you want to throw some marketing their way, here's what I've actually seen from some really successful law firms, many of which are doing seven, seven figures or more as uh, solo and small law firms. And that is when they bring in a marketing person, they still often retain retain one or multiple outside marketing vendors to do certain things like maintain the website, manage the brand, manage the content, things like the social media presence. And what they do with their marketing person is they have their marketing person work on what I would call higher level tasks or higher caliber tasks. Um, They have their marketing person plan events, look for speaking opportunities, um, do more unique things on social media, uh, like taking behind the scenes pictures um, or planning 
you know, really unique social media campaigns rather than that in-house marketing person worrying about the day-to-day postings on social media. They're planning more intricate things, getting involved in the community, looking for PR opportunities, um, constantly reviewing the marketing data of all of your marketing vendors. So it's almost like this person's kind of, um, um, kind of, you know, your, all your marketing is a symphony, right? And they're the, the director, um, directing kind of the symphony, if you will. And, and, and so, you know, obviously it can be really tempting when you think from a budget standpoint. And look, I'm not saying there isn't an appropriate time to maybe bring that stuff in-house, but I've just seen a lot of situations where if you have that person within your firm who has those resources available, has time available, there's actually marketing strategies they can work on that produce a higher ROI that oftentimes it still is worth it to have marketing vendors whom you pay to do some of the more kind of basic everyday stuff, whether it be content, social media, lead generation, whatever it might be. And, uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you this as someone who's self-serving because I obviously own a marketing company. I know dozens of lawyers who, as their firm grew, did it the way I'm explaining to you and um, have continued to grow their firm very well. And the final nugget I'll leave you with is, look, at the end of the day also, and I deal with this again as myself, you know, when I'm deciding between hiring employees versus maybe outsourcing some work to uh, some sort of vendor or company. One of the other benefits of a company is even if that company has turnover within their company, you're still going to have consistency. You're still going to get the services that you need on an ongoing basis. You know, but if you bring your marketing in-house, you're obviously vulnerable to that person um, not only leaving, but you're also, you know, vulnerable to their skill set, right? Um, you know, as where you're working with a company, you have an entire company who's devoting themselves to being experts in marketing, learning, growing, evolving their services and products. Um, so my encouragement to you would be to, to when it's about you, focus on being a lawyer and focus on being a business owner and running your business and growing your business. Um, and when you're thinking about bringing marketing in-house for a marketing employee, I would actually encourage you to have them work on the highest level tasks, the biggest ROI tasks, um, and still use vendors or outside companies for um, kind of your, your marketing foundation, your website, your content, um, and things like that. Um, so I hope that was helpful. Would love if you guys would leave um, some comments, potentially even submit a question at lawfirmmarketingminute.com, something we might talk about on the podcast or even just respond to you personally. And by the way, I don't ask for this very often, but we would love if you would hop onto iTunes and leave us a review. Um, I think we've recently got the podcast going on Spotify. Uh, and a Google Play and a few other places. So if you like to listen to podcasts in different areas, I encourage you to check those out as well. Um, but we'd love a, a review if you're willing to give us one. Um, and again, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, and we hope you'll join us on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.